It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Goes Without Saying. I'm Sefi, I'm with Wing, and today we're talking about beauty standards and how our society is shaped by an absolutely fucked up kind of smorgasbord (laughs) of paedophile culture, white supremacy, fat phobia, and a whole load of disgusting things that culminate to make a pot of disgusting culture and patriarchal nightmare. Yeah, we get angry in this episode. I spent a lot of time on Pornhub for some reason. Yeah, we go on Pornhub. What were we thinking? Just keep listening to hear how that pans out. We asked you a load of questions on our Instagram, which is at Sefi and Wing. Um, loads of questions about beauty co- about beauty standards and you. About beauty crush. About beauty crush, <laughs> the YouTuber. About Sammy Maria, <laughs> my queen. About Indy, her daughter. <laughs> so let's get going. This one's quite bleak that I found. Um, we might as well just start it with a depressing one. Why not? Yeah. So they said, I have to make up for my flat chest. If I have abs and a bum, men will make an exception for my tits. And I think she's being sort of satirical about her past mindset or her mindset of like, oh, well, if I do this, then men will make an exception. Oh, I hope so. But the phrase men will make an exception for my tits is just the most depressing thing I've ever heard, I think. So if I have abs and a bum then I'm allowed small boobs. But if I do not have abs and a a bum, then my small boobs are unacceptable. (sighs) Everyone's crying. The whole place went up in tears. Isn't it depressing? This world, this world. Yeah, it is depressing. Okay, so there's lots to unpack there. Where should we begin? With the fact that men, it's all for men. It's the male gaze. It's that, oh, well, men will allow it. Okay, so our bodies literally are not our own then. Yeah. They're performances. They're just perform. They're piece of performance art that you walk around in, hoping that men will make an exception. I wonder how different our lives would be. I wonder how different our bodies would be. I wonder how different our representation of ourselves would be and our self-expression and our body image would be if men were not <laughs> didn't exist dropped <laughs> off the face of the earth yeah right oh what a wonderful world <laughs> i'm literally joking but i also think it not even men the concept of gender masculinity and femininity if those dropped off the face of the earth then it oh what a wonderful world like mm. literally you don't have to be like oh with my big boobs then don't make me feminine so if i get a big bum then i'll perform femininity in that way and the male gaze will be like pleased with me lots of people were saying similar things also about like celebrity culture and the influence of like the media yeah on the way that we feel about the way that we look and like the importance that's placed on the way that we look and i don't know if someone i don't know where someone said this but i'm sure someone said to us something about that we've outgrown the need for celebrities now 
And I was just thinking of, could we ever have a... In the way that could we ever have a world that didn't, in some way, work on the structure of beauty standards? Could we ever have a, a world that wouldn't... Commodifying beauty. Exactly. Could we ever have a world that functions without putting some people on a pedestal for whatever reasons that the structures have decided to honour? That's so interesting. Like, would we... Will we always have beauty standards? Yes right i think you can have beauty standards without having celebrities though because i do think the concept of celebrity in itself even though there are celebrities that i fucking love it's a toxic concept it's a concept that makes you feel peripheral to what's going on in the world for everyone involved yeah and and also if you're on the upper end of that you have money and load of screaming people your little kind of 15 year old justin bieber egging people's houses yeah and you're being called a fucking fat slut by the daily mail but beauty standards exist in a culture without celebrity but just not in the same way but would we ever be in a society that we wouldn't have beauty standards because so much of our lives are visual and so much of the way that we perceive ourselves within the world is through visual i don't know i literally don't know because i think we've got such an attachment to like the outwards presentation of like self and how that kind of your clothes they are they are some marker of your identity it's like are they really though are they really that is you now yeah exactly you wore jeans once now you are the ambassador for jeans Jeans. (laughs) (laughs) denim is you okay so what were some beauty standards that you clung to growing up oh so many or that you felt that you looking back now you see that you identified with yeah so many so many should I give you the list? Yeah. So starts off number one, smackaroonie. Number one is weight. And I'm sure everyone is just screaming. Same. <laughs> Everyone's like, same. Wait, we knew it would be weight. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, everyone. Because it's fucked. We were all told that the epitome of beauty is this tiny little minuscule woman this tiny little elf of a woman that can kind of just float through life so you put that idea that visual you put onto yourself do you also see that in in the way that you to find or you would be more inclined to find someone because a lot of people said this they would be more inclined to find someone attractive or pretty or no understand that somebody is good looking if they were skinny for example not just in yourself but was it something that you saw yourself seeing in other people under like picking up on other people's weight yeah i 100 percent have internalized the idea that thinness equals beauty and or even like a worthiness my past self certainly i think also like the way the media is changing has obviously had an impact and also my own personal journey of like therapy and fucking body dysmorphia has also impacted like i do think now i don't think that so much but definitely definitely it's gone in and like it's a hashtag journey of undoing unpicking all of those things that went in to tell you like if you were thinner then you just you're more deserving you're more desirable and i think yeah of course i project that onto myself and other people yeah what do you think was one thing that like interrupted that thought for you like stopped you thinking that way or helps stop you thinking that way Mm. like do you remember one of the first turning points that you had like maybe when you were younger because now i think it feels quite far away but when you were like a teenager or do you know what I mean? When was the first kind of inkling of like, no, this is fucked and I actually don't believe it? I spoke about this on the stories like a while ago, but there's a YouTube channel called Style, Style like, like, you. like You. Yeah. Style like fucking you. Yeah. If you do not watch these videos and you're a human being, I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're everything. They're so everything. They unpack a beauty standards of kind of like paedophile culture, white supremacy, kind of fat phobic, women hating world that we live in in such 
such an amazing way and I just think they were one of the I, I watched an old one of Lizzo actually I think Th- this is just one of them and it's Lizzo kind of before she was famous she's wearing like a bright red wig like she just looks mm-hmm. amazing and I love her and I mean Lizzo talking about anything I'm so here for but I think the way they unpack beauty standards in that interview I think was one that I was like yeah okay and I had no idea no idea who Lizzo was no idea yeah yeah but I was like this woman knows some shit why what did she say I can't remember (laughs) (laughs) but what types of what was the kind of message that something in that would have resonated with you in some way that nothing else had previously I think the overarching message of that entire channel and to be honest it's something that we really push on here is you've been sold this this is a product the idea of being thin being perfect as a woman and also they talk about aging and all of these things like all beauty standards it's a product a group of men sat around in a boardroom they designed this okay well we'll sell this shampoo that makes your hair like that it's nothing more than capitalism at work it's like an insidious structure that's making you hate yourself and if it all went away you would still be you yeah it's like well i'm not fucking giving those cunts money yeah completely (laughs) what about you Like, was there one thing that you feel has really impacted your relationship with, like, beauty standards? I think just knowing that everything, and not just beauty standards, just life is confirmation bias. So if you are are seeking to hate yourself, you're going to make it happen because you will, as we say, find the evidence for what you choose to believe. Yeah. And so no matter how many times you might be told something or how, no matter what the reality might be, if you're going to choose to... To ignore it because ultimately you just are choosing to be miserable then you will choose to be miserable and you'll find the evidence to be miserable which i think sounds really obvious but i think if you really sit with it and if you keep it with you i don't think it does sound obvious so like because i remember thinking just little things like if you were validated in that way you could never feel bad about the way that you looked and then i was validated in that way and i still felt bad about the way that i looked and in another way and in another way and then it's like okay well nothing's gonna be nothing if nothing external is going to make you feel validated for who you are or for the way that you look or x y and z first of all you have to validate that within yourself and second of all you don't really have to validate the way that you look anyway because it doesn't really mean anything no isn't it the craziest sort of revelation because you've been told your whole life well you've been told two things your whole life you've been told kind of beauties from outside like perform 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 but you've also been kind of told this like vague message of like it's all from within yeah beauty comes from within beauty is confidence yeah it is confidence and it's kind of having some element of respect for yourself yeah it's really weird when it clicks fuck i'm in control of how i perceive myself absolutely and we were just chatting actually before we pressed record (laughs) as usual about all of the different messages where people were saying the exact same thing of how much time that they've wasted and i think you just get to a certain point where it's like look i'm not i'm not wasting time anymore like i'm wasting time by pretending that i think i'm unattractive or x y and z it's like let's cut the shit i'm not pretending anymore i can see in this way i'm perfect and in that way nothing matters whatever like when people compliment you please don't say no i'm not or no it's not or no that's not true oh my god let that sink in and say it back to yourself from yourself because i think we're raised with feeling like we have to deny any compliment 
what do you say when someone compliments you like if I said oh my god you're looking so nice today so the other day I was talking to my mum actually I was telling Sophie about this the other day um just yesterday actually when we went to record this um, episode for the first time and I said I don't want to do it and I said get me out (laughs) so I was speaking to my mum the other day and I was going through I found like some old photos of my parents when they were young and I found some of my mum like on her wedding day and I sent them to her and I said I wish I looked a bit more like you because I look nothing like my mum like I wish I had and I kind of thought that growing up anyway because she was white and she had like she's very point like yeah yeah. very pointy white like small whiteness petite yeah but I said to her the other day like I wish I looked like a little bit more like you like I would have loved to have your nose or like x y and z and she was like but you're so beautiful and I was like I know but like it would be nice to look like you a bit (laughs) <laughs> and she and then she was like replied to it like heart 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 like really happy or whatever and I was like I'm just I'm done with being like I'm not no I'm not and like I'll never be blah blah and I want to look like you it's like, I'm not <sighs> no Do you want me to sit here and lie like yeah I'm happy with the way that I look the end because then also she then said she was like wow like looking back at these photos like I never thought I was good looking like I always thought I was really horrific growing up and then when you look back and see like oh no actually I was pretty cute I was like I was tricked and then she said I'm not vain or anything like not to be vain but like and I was like oh, that's such a shame that even then you have to preface it you have to say I'm not being vain so obviously you're not being vain it's okay to not hate yourself it goes without saying that you don't have to be self-deprecating yeah. to not be an asshole you can like yourself and still be a decent person you can literally not mind the way that you look. That's okay. One of my favourite things to do in life is to watch the reaction of kind of, oh my God, I love your shoes. Thanks, I know they're from blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, I didn't expect you to be like liking your own shoes, you cocky bitch. But then hopefully it rubs off on that person, I think. Because it's almost like, oh, well, Sefi said I know when I complimented her shoes. So yeah, fuck it. Maybe I'll be a bit more like that. Yeah, maybe it does. I think of it more as like, haha. You thought I was going to fucking fall for that trick. (laughs) Well, yeah, but then also nice for people to know that you can acknowledge that you have positive things in life and no one, people might think you're a bit strange, but it doesn't affect you. If anything, it just makes you happier, makes you live a more peaceful life where you are more at peace with yourself. I do also think there's there's the other end of the, the other side of the coin, if you will. You open the curtains, Mm. there's another, there's a darker side to this whole thing. I mean, it's already a pretty dark side. Imagine there's an even darker side. (laughs) (laughs) With the whole like self-love culture. For example, I've seen it before where it's kind of a performance performance of I'm so fit like I'm so this blah 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 and it's like look you're not feeling good about yourself we we can see <laughs> through it <laughs> look this is an intervention we know you're feeling suicidal <laughs> I know it you hate the way you look but have you never seen that where it's like someone absolutely for example it's quite it's like a trendy thing to do to post a picture of yourself and be like I know I look fucking good or something like you do a little caption that's like I'm so cute yeah or something love it absolutely love the vibe but I think it's become kind of popular to do that. I often see people doing it as almost like a defence thing. And it, it kind of has the same energy of calling yourself ugly to me. Absolutely, yeah. It's like you haven't even accepted yourself, let alone loved yourself. It's the energy of, have you seen Pitch Perfect? No. Fat Amy from Pitch Perfect. She calls herself Fat Amy, so no one can call her fat. It's like, why don't you just be Amy for a sec? Yeah, it's like that, that movie came out years ago. If someone called you Fat Amy, you get over it because it means more about them than anything that it has to do with you. I mean, I do love that film. I'm sure I would too. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen any of them. Oh my God, that's breaking my little heart. <laughs> Cut to me practising the cup song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the trigger for the love. <laughs> 
you don't know the riff-offs. No, and we, you know what? We've had this conversation before and I believe you said the exact phrase, you don't know the riff-offs. <laughs> no, I don't. I think I could do the entire riff-off, each song from each team, back to back. The thing is, it's one of those things that I've always known I need to get around to watch. Yeah, you do. It's good. I sometimes, when I'm in a bad mood, like if I'm really sad, I go onto YouTube, my go-to place anyway, and I type in... Um, Pitch Perfect final performance. The, I did watch the Bellas final performance or I believe they called Here Comes Treble. Is that Anna Kendrick? Yeah, I, I don't like Anna Kendrick though. I love her. Really? I think it's my internalised misogyny. I think that's your internalised misogyny yeah, no, jumping is. out. No, wait, I know it is. <laughs> Why though? What What about her don't you like? I just can't place it. There's just <laughs> something, something about, about her. <laughs> <laughs> it's fully that. I know it is. So if Anna Kendrick's listening, I'm really sorry. <laughs> well, I love you, Anna, so don't worry. <laughs> I also have that about um, Anne Hathaway. You've got it, I'm not going to lie, you've got it about quite a lot of people, don't you? Yeah, no, I do. Me and my sister were going through this the other day, we were like, let's try and find one actress that we don't have some form of internalised misogyny about. And we were going through all these actresses and we couldn't we couldn't find one. Because I remember when we lived together and I was arguing with you and our friend who we lived with at the time about... About Millie Bobby Brown. Millie, poor old <laughs> fucking child. She's a fucking minor. I know. I feel bad about this. And they were going, we hate her. She's just so annoying. They were going, watch this clip. Watch this clip. It's like, this is fucked up. This is a child. I feel bad about that to this day. Because now when someone says they don't like Millie Bobby Brown... I'm like, I used to say that, but really dig deep. It's your internalised misogyny. Yeah. She's just a confident child. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, just a child. She's lovable. She's lovable, yeah. She's lovable. She's great. There's no one like her. And to be honest, so is probably Anna Kendrick and Anne Hathaway. Anna Kendrick is great, I'm not going to lie. Oh, Anne Hathaway, you can't undeny the talent. You cannot deny the talent. What is her talent? What does she do? She she acts. What is she in? She acts, and I, th- I think she's... I think she's a real force. I feel like she's almost like out of this generation. Oh, I love it. She's almost quite otherworldly. I'm not like the biggest fan of her, but she's like a massive deal. Anne Hathaway. No, she's a massive deal. But I always think I see her in every film. She's in every film. But then I was like, but what? Well, surely there's a reason for that. <laughs> God, and I see her and she's just so successful and all these accolades. She wins all the Oscars. <laughs> Suspicious to me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Okay, this message I loved, loved with a sad face. They said, I don't feel beautiful anymore now that I'm disabled and chronically ill. And to me, I just thought that perfectly sums up the way that like a woman is only allowed to exist 
if she exists as like a sexual object that is desirable yeah like your whole exit like you're going through these horrific things but that's not important what's important is whether you're still pretty is the beauty it, yeah can this be beautiful for who i almost think there's nothing to say it's just eye rolls do you know what i mean like it's like i don't oh do we have anything to say in this episode apart from just like fuck everything this world's fucked I, I do think it's one of the sad things that it's like for example someone gets cancer not only are they going through a horrific process of trying to like not die they also are going to go through chemotherapy they lose their hair then it's suddenly like right okay now i've got to get a wig now it's like oh let's just not impose this bullshit on people it's not about any of this absolute fucked up shit yeah because it is so unfair it is so unfair that you could be having all of this the reality of a situation like that is real to be disabled and chronically ill is a real experience the concept of beauty is not real or tangible because it's just like it's like trying to catch <laughs> with your bare hands so, like trying to catch smoke with your bare hands. smoke <laughs> <laughs> that's that one guy talking about serious black for anyone yeah, yeah. <laughs> that didn't know and he also says not the grin you idiot the grim <laughs> but yeah he has two lines he has two lines there's two lines i love that um, he's like trying to catch smoke and he kind of looks into the distance tough town that's not far from here. Oh, he has three lines. <laughs> no, no, that's a Mionese line. That's oh, just God. that's just that um, scene. I love that whole film. Um, but yeah, you're going through. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm like you're going through a really horrific situation. <laughs> I love that whole film. What Prisoner of Azkaban? We all do. Well, oh, you know I do. I think Prisoner of Azkaban is my favourite. Yeah, it's objectively the best. The best. I love that they all have quite long... All the boys have quite long hair in that. And Hermione... Look, I hate to sexualise a child, but I'm not the first to do it. Hermione's looking so beautiful in that film. In her purple hoodie. No, pink hoodie. Yeah, little pink hoodie and little jeans, which I wanted so bad and absolutely recreated and wore for like a year straight. And she punches Malfoy hard in the face. (sighs) That's a moment. So good. What does he say? So good. You foul loaves some evil little cockroach. Evil little cockroach. <laughs> Stunning. So good. Okay, well, can we talk about that then? <laughs> Back to chronically ill. Well, I, I, that in part, I think does go with the Hermione thing. Because okay. it's like, okay, so this is like a young witch, right? <laughs> well, this is a child, okay? Yeah. This is literally a child. They take away the film and it's, it's a Emma small, Watson. a young Emma Watson. Not only thrown into this bizarre life where she like can't go to school anymore. Her friends don't understand her. She's making more money than her parents. And she's not even like 15 years old. Like she's an absolute infant. And her whole introduction to the world is people cutting down a clip of her and Harry slamming into the Whomping Willow and repeating it so that it sounds like she's moaning and they're having sex. Do you remember that? Oh, God. No, I don't remember that at all. That's horrific. So you know the bit where... <laughs> no, I hate to make it ridiculous. You know the bit where Harry goes into the Whomping Willow? Yeah, and Ron is being dragged. And she, they're kind of swinging around. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it focuses on her shoe for a second. It, like, stops on the yeah, side of her yeah. shoe. And go, yeah, I thought that was so cool that they did that. When she lands, she lands on Harry and they both kind of make a bit of a grunting noise. Oh god, this is horrific. They're children. Yeah, that's bleak. Literally children. And that was all over the internet with like like as if to say like it's a sexual thing. 
they're having sex. Ah. Uh. Obviously now, like, the culture is... Like, this is a, there's a blurred line but with this anyway. Well, it's just a weird, bizarre, nuanced, complex situation anyway with the new Harry Potter world and TikTok and shit like that. But the sexualization of Harry and Ron as characters, for example, in no way obviously compares to the sexualization of Hermione Granger or a young Emma Watson. Yeah, well, they didn't have to have a moment where they walked down the stairs looking hot. She did. Exactly, she had to have her yeah. boobs slightly out in that moment. Yeah, and just so... it Just no matter what your existence is, whether you... You are literally a child or a a full-on human individual with your own life struggling with real issues. Ultimately, all of those things we pushed aside, your talents, your struggles, the reality of your life is irrelevant to how beautiful you are. That ultimately is going to come up as the most important thing. Absolutely. Always. Because I think it's just viewed as the, the first and foremost thing that a woman can be. The pinnacle of the most successful woman can be in society standards is walking down the aisle on her wedding day looking beautiful and everyone's like tearing up yeah that's the pinnacle of a woman's dream if disney movies steered us right in a pure white dress as a virgin as a virginal woman being given away as property and it's no mistake it's not a coincidence that you grew up watching villains that all have a hooked nose yeah exactly or dark skin yeah all of the pretty princesses were white and they all have these tiny little waists it's not a mistake that you feel the way that you do about your body now about the way that you look now because as you said it's been sold to you from day one from before you were born this structure was in the works her name is literally snow white because of her white skin and look at that witch yeah yeah fucked up okay well so how do we get past that how do we get what kind of paedophilic and white supremacist culture yeah and and i guess it's kind of the fact that you can't escape that you're constantly being shown a certain way to look a uniform human that you should that is unattainable to you in lots of different ways but yet you should strive to achieve so how do we get away from that are we just going to say follow people on instagram that look like you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is that where we're going same old advice um <laughs> well i think it's a, that's a great start if you want to in, engage with sort of internet culture but I, it has to go deeper yeah it just has 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 to be so much more than that it needs to be an active rejection you know what i like have you seen you probably have that tiktok trend where it's like their ancestors and they're like i used to hate my nose yeah yeah, yeah. i love it. so basically it's this tiktok trend it's really old but it's kind of and it's kind of obviously been recreated in lots of different ways but i saw one girl that she was like I used to hate my nose because it like I don't know wasn't like a Eurocentric feature on her face and then she learned to love it because she shows all of these pictures of her ancestors like her great 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 grandmother etc and all of their bumpy noses or wide noses or whatever and I think we were talking just yesterday about the importance of like knowing where you came from because it's so true it's like how can you hate that how can you hate these ears when they came to you from two people that they would love you Mm. people that loved you it's almost like this skin isn't yours to hate if i hate myself what i'm saying i'm looking my grandmother in the eyes and i'm saying i I fucking hate you missy and that cannot happen i I can't i'm not gonna do that so (laughs) i guess i'll learn to accept it's an insult yeah it's an absolute insult i think there's something really stunning about that about seeing the we were were saying yesterday that it's like my so my grandma really keeps like uh she really tracks that family tree i'm so jealous that would be me (laughs) but it is also kind of quite fascinating to go back and kind of see your great 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 grandma at age 23 and it's like that's me yeah that's me in a wedding dress 
what the fuck yeah like that's me right there like in a sort of victorian outfit huh like it's just it's so bizarre and it takes away the power of the instagrammable face of 2020 it takes it strips that of all of its power because it's not real yeah what's real is that if you had a kid and they 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 said oh i hate my eyes and you look at them and see your own eyes it's like hang on a tick but don't be rude about my fucking eyes no 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 (laughs) i think that's so bizarre when you see that though kind of the amalgamation of all exactly but it's like you are the manifestation of a bizarre coincidence that allows you your unique self to be here what are the chances and you're gonna waste all of these years what hating your boobs and hoping that a boy will accept you because you've got abs and a bum that's a waste of time it's a waste of time because also before you know it you'll be looking back in the same way that my mum did just yesterday and said oh fuck I was actually like hot when I was 25 and everyone told me and I didn't believe them if only i'd known and if only i'd known i would have been different why didn't anyone tell me also you can take it like even bigger scale than kind of tracing back your ancestors and blah 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 blah, going back 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 you can take it to like a global level universal level of like you evolved from bacteria little sea creatures people are like what i thought i came here by a delivery of a stork i thought it was adam and eve i was like i thought i was the birth of jesus christ <laughs> uh you've actually got it a bit wrong there but sorry to all the scientists but evolution's a thing yeah and you can you can go you can track it back and actually we've evolved into quite if you look at sort of okay so think of the most stunning human in the whole world kendall jenner should we say as a placeholder if we're going by instagram standards of who's the most beautiful woman we can go for kendall jenner like the kind of um, racist golden ratio the white girl um, epitome of beauty I think they said that the most beautiful man was Robert Pattinson and the most beautiful woman was Bella Hadid last year or something like that okay if you take them Robert Pattinson and Bella Hadid if we're going to go for them and an alien flies over the earth and she sees Robert Pattinson and Bella Hadid in some restaurant they're eating dinner together so oh gosh stunning situation ooh la la that's quite exciting I think an alien would think these things are fucking ugly why are they they've got four weird limbs and they all they've got hands and they split off into five other little things they've got two yeah. little beady fucking eyes and they open this hole in their face and I can see the I can see tissue it's disgusting there's a weird muscle that comes out of it they've got teeth and there's noise coming out of it that's disgusting and it's all wet and then they've got things that grows out of their head it's called hair and they do weird styles with it and they dye it and they plait it and they do weird shit with it robert pattinson and bella hadid are looking fucking ugly to that alien well that's the thing you don't as you don't necessarily get accolades for looking good and if you do you can't take them to the grave with you nothing happens i guarantee you both robert pattinson and bella hadid will wake up tomorrow and they might feel shit about the way that they look maybe more often than you do Okay, I wanted to talk about something that we've kind of spoken about before, but if we're saying that so much of beauty standards are rooted in lots of different concepts, one of which being paedophilia, mm-hmm. can we talk about how one of the top categories on Pornhub is teen? We can talk about it. Can we talk about stepdaughter porn? Question mark. Oh, I'm shivering. This is disgusting already. Yeah. And not because of the frosted tips. This is disgusting for a whole other reason. <laughs> I mean, we've said a bit about this before before in in our porn episode which we do reference a lot because we've clearly got porn on the mind in that it is so badly made i'm never not thinking of porn (laughs) 
and not for the reasons you think. There's always 2% of my brain that's thinking of porn. <laughs> well, just in the sense that, as I always say, okay, so if you're going on Pornhub and you're looking for teen, okay, well, you, so what, you mean 18 and 19? Question mark. If you want someone who looks young and what, you're a 50-something-year-old man, Yeah. this is the only thing that is stopping you. The only thing that's stopping you is the legality of searching for child porn. Teen is child porn. The availability of teen porn on Pornhub. Oh my God, it's so disgusting because it's, it's literally, you don't mean 18, you don't mean 19. You mean 15, 16 is what you mean. And these people are walking among us. They walk among us. They are among us. <laughs> kind of the beginning of the incredibles this is not a niche part of of the world this is one of the biggest categories on what the biggest porn website that we have today and also it doesn't just end at logging off Pornhub. that then bleeds through into the marketing you see for swimwear then the marketing you see for clothing and then the makeup you see for mascara then the marketing you see just for going on holiday like you just see it for in every single bit of marketing you see has been influenced by the culture of paedophilia and the fact that it is pretty normal to be clicking yeah teen porn i'll watch that today wank 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 oh i'll just go about and kiss my wife don't make me sick wank 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 and i'll kiss my wife i'm gonna murder you (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to murder you but it's true how about murder porn that's what i want to (laughs) see it's so true wank 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 and then i'll go kiss my teenage daughter yeah and say you're not going on a date exactly and then i'll go downstairs and i'll eat dinner with my teenage daughters yeah and i'll be monitoring what they're wearing what because i'm my dick's gonna get hard because i know that the other men grown men walking around are gonna sexualize her are gonna be attracted to my daughters in the way that i sexualize every other daughter exactly that yeah exactly fucking that it's so true isn't that bleak insidious and it's worrying and i actually think all of the categories on porn are worrying should i get some up oh let's do it right now yeah i'm so up for it (laughs) just type in (laughs) porn.com so how do we find this maybe should i do a private window yeah Okay, Google. Okay, Google. <laughs> okay, Alexa. <laughs> Play me porn. Porn. Hub. You know what we actually haven't spoken about? And this is... God, that makes me feel sick. Okay, let me just get off that for a sec. Oh, that's... Okay, here we go. That's a bum hole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what we haven't spoken about is that Pornhub removed loads of their unverified videos. Do we speak about that? We haven't spoken about it on the Instagram or anything, which is obviously a good move. But it's like, okay, they, so they've removed millions of their videos because they're unverified. So that's lots of different circumstances where... God, I actually can't stop looking. Let me just kind of put you over there. <laughs> um, let me just cover that up. Lots of different instances where people would have been in potentially dangerous situations or just situations where consent was not an issue and all of those different things have been removed from the site however the categories that still exist are see this fucks me up porn categories japanese don't piss me off that's the first one you're joking you're you're fucking about mature ebony can we talk about this no this is bad the sexualization of black women wow this is a bit fucked up i can see it reflected in your glasses which is quite funny (laughs) (laughs) rough sex and there's a woman just the the little thumbnail is a woman literally she's about to die because she can't breathe because there's a penis shoved into her mouth and she's looking up at him as if to say please don't kill me so let's just look at that rough sex like do i laugh or cry perfect ass 18 year old gets balls deep anal and and throat fuck in a leather dress by her neighbour. God, the specificity of that's funny. That was just the first one Like, oh God. Desperate wife takes piss in pussy and ass like a dirty slut with perfect cum shot. 
this is making me feel sick. This is making me feel fucking sick. Can I get off this now? Yeah. Asian teen, no forgiveness. Vietnamese girl. That's the title. Asian teen, no forgiveness. No forgiveness. Vietnamese girl. And this just, I just came to this by just literally typing in porn. So you can imagine what, if I'm seeing it, who else is seeing this? This is what the men in your life are watching. And the small children. And don't tell me this doesn't impact everything. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, let me get, let me free myself from the horrors. Well, it's like when the fetishization of kind of an Asian woman exists so explicitly in that place, then of course you see it in every other movie that's ever been made because it's just so normal. It's just going in somewhere and you're kind of wanking to Asian woman, no forgiveness. No forgiveness. Asian teen, I think. Like eight, like perfect ass 18 year old. So don't tell me you're not walking down the street fetishizing any old fucking woman. Exactly. 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 And what? So when did she turn 18? So what? Six months ago, she was 17. What? And you think you wouldn't have been saying it about her then? She looks no different. You wouldn't have been wanking over her then, no? She looks no different. Also, it says 18 for legal reasons. Don't tell me that that's not a 15-year-old. Exactly. You know nothing about this. She could be 30. She could be 15. You literally have no idea. You're just wanking. Oof. Okay, well, that's pissed me off. Porn porn actually does really piss me off. Same, because it's it's so normalised. When I'm when I'm reminded of the reality like that, because I think you can live with this really glamorised idea of like sex positivity and it's empowering. OnlyFans like great, but it's like actually there are so many realities happening right now, right now, where a paedophile is currently wanking over that video that I just said about eighteen year old ass. But he doesn't identify as a paedophile. This is the scary thing, that he doesn't identify. No. And the world won't identify them as a paedophile either. He identifies as a normal man. He he operates in the world as a normal man who is married to a quote-unquote normal woman, but he also goes about wanking to that, sexualising the children that he teaches at school Oof. and sexualising his own daughters and all his daughters' friends and just being a little bit creepy. Maybe we should give some examples and maybe that we haven't. So what we mean by beauty standards are rooted in paedophilia. Let's go through a quick list. Yeah. Things like being hairless from the eyelashes down. Shaving. Be completely hairless. Smooth as a baby's bum, might be told to you. Be a prepubescent child. Prepubescent. Be small. Take up less space. Be petite. Like a child. Also be blonde. Yeah. I think the idea of like blondness, like fairness, is definitely rooted in like a youth, a childhood kind of virginal. And white supremacy. It goes without saying white supremacy. Also in a way that maybe you would only experience if you were, so like the microaggressions of, for example, being a young Asian woman and expecting to both be the smartest in the class and also have the tightest vagina. Yeah. Disgusting. disgusting. For some red hair, for example, you have to be a real sexualized kind of vixen bombshell. And that's the only way that you can function. Otherwise, we're going to exclude you from every conversation and you're kind of laughed at. Otherwise, you're Fregley from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Niche reference, but if you get it, hey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You need to be a virgin. But also suck a dick well. Yeah. And then also, then when you get pregnant, you can't look like you've had a baby. You can't look like you literally grew a human inside you and pushed it out of you. You just can't. You've got to bounce back. Oh, wow, she really bounced back from that really well. What do you mean fucking bounce back? My whole body changed. What do you fucking do? You can't. And then even with trans women, then it's like, wow, she looks more womanly than you. People literally can't see how transphobic they actually are. Like, they'll think 
that they're literally this is also the problem with sexualizing someone yeah is you think you're complimenting them there's a difference with someone being sexual and choosing to be sexual within themselves and you pushing sexuality onto them and sexualizing and exploiting an individual and fetishizing them oh fumed oh porn honestly rubs me the wrong way pardon the pun gives me the shivers yeah because it's all of it's the evidence it's the cold hard evidence of everything that i despise (laughs) yeah there is and there are people wanking to it exactly then people are wanking over something that is so abhorrent and it's not the it's not this minority small amount of people that like kind of like a fringe amount of people that like this type of porn it's not a subculture it's the yeah it's it's the mainstream it rules the world it's the mainstream thing that our ideas of sex and therefore feminine beauty appealing to the male gaze which is porn is the male gaze at work and sex sells okay another message that i thought was heartbreaking this person said i was constantly complimented for how i looked when i was anorexic and my body was failing i just thought was obviously heartbreaking in so many different ways um and so many of you actually were talking about eating disorders and obviously there's no one way that a body will look like when the person is suffering from an eating disorder but how much of that is the epitome of everything that we've been speaking about of your body is literally shutting down and everyone's complimenting you saying you look great and everyone is saying it looks great left right and center disgusting i think it epitomizes everything what what a bizarre message to be told so like neurologically you know that you're on death's door and yet society and not just society but your mum your friends your boyfriend your sister think you look great it's saying you've never looked better what a bizarre message to be told kill yourself because we want you to look this way die for the cause of beauty literally you are you fit in best when you're dying this is why i get so fucked off when people for example there's definitely a narrative on kind of women hating twitter the internet of like oh stop glamorizing obesity with like lizzo is her name tess holiday yeah literally just people living existing never claimed to be the spokesperson for a certain body they're literally living their lives and they're commodifying their bodies in the same way that every other woman has ever commodified her body which is any woman you ever see in a photo in a bikini in an advert anything and there's an element of like you're promoting unhealthy lifestyles this is so bad it's like what do you think vogue is what do you think an advert is what do you think instagram is what do you think is happening on your phone right now what do you think porn is what do you think you are you're telling women they're better when they're dying because they haven't actually fueled their body with anything you're telling them that's a goal that's aspirational fuck you you can't yeah that's kind of how I end everything now. You can't. So it's like, say something better. Fuck you, you can't. So true though, but it's exhausting. Because also a lot of the people prescribing to that narrative, most of the people prescribing to that narrative of just being fat phobic and saying that literally just being obese is promoting an unhealthy lifestyle or unquote unquote obese, that everyone was told they were obese in year four. That's what we got loads of messages saying that about. It's actually really heartbreaking people. First of all, talking about their we fit, which is obviously, <laughs> insane insane that we all had those and i saw specifically someone said i can't remember how old they said they were i'm sorry i'm gonna butcher your message but they said that they were weighed i think in year four in the class and they were basically told that they needed to be skinnier and so they've had 
body image issues ever since. Those insecurities live in those people that are being fat phobic. Like those insecurities live in all of us and some of us just prescribe to the different narratives in different ways. So the people that are upholding the beauty standards is really all of us. We can't speak on society without acknowledging our own place in it. Yeah, of course, it lives within us. In the way that you not only uphold it by literally consuming it and paying into it, but also promoting it just by your existence, just by living in in a public world, living online. I think it would be really kind of foolish to deny the impact that that's had on you in the way that we said at the beginning. It's like, do, do you look around the room and, and have fat phobia towards people? Of course I do. I fight it, but of course we all do because we literally have been told it from birth. Thinner is better, thinner is better. Fat is associated with laziness and all this stuff. Of course we all have it, but that's fucked. That's the symptom of a fucked up fucking culture but it's it's nothing to blame in ourselves it's something to fight against and undo but i think there's something about pointing fingers at oh they're fat phobic it's like yeah take a look in the mirror so are you well how could we not internalize all of these messages exactly in terms of you know they said about um they had to weigh themselves at school did your school ever do things like that where you all had to like weigh yourselves publicly i i don't know because i almost think if if they did i probably wouldn't remember because it wouldn't have been a triggering thing for me so i don't know i in my mind like I want to say no that never happened I I know that it's not a rare experience loads of people around our age from the UK have had that experience so yeah it's fucked up it is fucked isn't it what about you did you have that I never had it but I know someone that did have it and they had to they all had to weigh themselves and I remember just thinking god this is like like what lesson is this for even like what subject is this yeah they all had to weigh themselves and then plot on a graph maybe it's maths i'm thinking their weights like and like, who's the heaviest who's the who's the lightest ah okay okay maybe maybe i did have that maybe height they would have done but neither of those things would have been triggering for me because i fit into exactly what they would have said so i don't remember but the foolishness of them to assume that children wouldn't remember that when actually the majority of them don't fit into or even if you do fit it like i i mean i've spoken on this thing of like that i do have sort of of weird like body image shit i very much fit into the standard like yeah, as much yeah. it's like i very much have to acknowledge it's like i literally fit the standard yeah also so many so ma- i was laughing actually at the ridiculousness of so many people i saw replying to our we did a on the stories we said do you fit into beauty standards or not yes or no and everyone was like no 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 and i, I literally went through and looked on people's pages and i was, was this close putting my fingers very close together <laughs> to messaging people and being like you must be joking joking you must be joking i mean even just the fact that you look white come come again you're joking come off it yeah there you go which is also again it's just confirmation bias some people might not think they do when they're sitting in their kind of white circle of friends who are all kind of size sixes and you're a size say 14 and you're like i don't fit the standard and it's like you don't fit the standard within your very very niche pool on on a micro level but on a big macro level and in the big big wide world you very much do fit the standard yeah you're being afforded a lot of privilege that for example a black woman who was a size 14 wouldn't be afforded or if you were disabled and a size 14 you wouldn't be afforded that we're all very 
very tempted to say we don't fit the standard because we very much all see our quote unquote flaws. Well, you want to be my mum and say, oh, I'm not vain. Mm. I wasn't being vain. Except, babe, I'm not worried about you lot being vain on the stories. I want you to be vain. I want you to turn up to our DMs and say, I look incredible today. If you believe it, though, that's the thing. It's like, don't come in and say, yeah, I look great as some weird defence thing because it's just not going to get you anywhere. But also it would get you further than saying you think you look ugly. So do you think, right, so I guess the public defence mechanism thing is just, is it's a bit jarring because everyone can see through it. But I do think there is something in the affirmations of like, telling yourself absolutely right i mean you know you fucking know we love affirmations like we live and breathe that shit of undoing years of being told that you're not good enough rewiring yourself to believe that you are it's like it's actually quite radical and it's actually quite revolutionary important yeah it's not an easy thing to do and it's not it's not something you hear very often so yeah i agree i think that is really powerful know that you look good but also looking good means nothing and the it's the last thing that you should be thinking about is how you look low 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 down on the list there are so many more important things how you look is the least interesting thing about About you you. yeah how are you feeling what are you interested in have you just watched a good show are you in the middle of doing something creative okay shall we be doing the work then oh yeah let's do the work what work are you feeling to do should we do an affirmation thing then this week yeah let's do an affirmation yeah yeah that's stunning come up with an affirmation today about so just a little something that you're going to tell yourself so it could be i don't hate my wide nose it was given to me by my great grandmother and i'm grateful for that That it's so stunning pick something be specific i think it's something that just comes naturally to you but you can be quite specific and say it to yourself every day until the next episode comes out right (laughs) Yeah, or forever. And then we'll give you something new to do. I think also every single person will be thinking, so for example, you said wide nose, every single person can think a bit on the, of a per, part on their body that they have always kind of villainized and put as the, the root of all their problems. So pick that thing and just reverse it and say it's stunning. Try it out. Sounds simple. Try it out. Yeah, I'll just say it doesn't fucking matter. It literally doesn't fucking matter. My nose lets me breathe. What would the aliens think? If you had a nose job, the aliens would still come down and think it looked fucking weird. And it is the classic kind of, you could have a nose job, but yeah, and you might feel loads better, but no one notices more than you do. No one cares. No one's sitting, sat around waiting for you to start looking better. They actually don't give a shit because they're too worried about all the things that they've been told that's wrong with them and their nose and the way that they look. They're worried about their low cheekbones. Like they're like, no, exactly. Who knew where this would go? This has gone in weird directions. We went on a porn website, huh? Oh God, yeah. God, yeah, and I did get themed at that. Right, bye guys. Bye. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com